Hi, I'm Teresa Duncan. And I'm Kevin Henry. Welcome to Chew On This. We are excited to bring you our views of current topics in the dental industry and put a little different spin on them, giving you something to chew on. If you need to jump off, be sure to check the show notes for links as well as how to get in touch with us. And now let's give you something to chew on. And we're back with another episode of Chew On This. What's up, K-Dog? I am chewing on the fact that there's snow on the mountains when I look outside. It's like winter is coming, dare I say, Game of Thrones fans. It's coming. I know. You have snow? Seriously? We have snow. Not here. Not here at 5,000 feet, you know, but, uh, you know, up higher at elevation, there's some snow. There's some snow-capped mountains right now. Oh, so where where the better air is. But down where you are is down here in the ozone, you know, it's still <laughs> it's still fall like. Yeah, seriously, it was like I opened the curtains this morning, I was like, Oh, look at that. Snow. So <laughs> it's coming. Well, and you had just come back from Orlando. So at the time of this recording, we are about a week out from the ADOM meeting. Yeah. And that was just phenomenal, wasn't it? Full house, packed. I got to hang out with you like in person, which was awesome. It was yeah. fantastic. It was such a good meeting. Kudos to the entire ADOM team. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people I've said that that seriously is my favorite meeting. Just the energy, the vibe. And you could tell everybody was just so happy to be back together again. It was really a good meeting. Yeah. I mean, the rooms were packed. I mean, all classes were packed. They had a waiting list. Even like when it started on Thursday, they still had people on the waiting list wanting to register and come, you know, the locals. They were packed. And at the end of the conference usually they have that big raffle right oh yeah and your lovely bride is always one that gives away a gift for navoni of course and so she was waiting in line and i think you and i were in the back as always yep. we were both remarking like how full is this room usually at the end of conference it's about halfway full you know because people are taking flights but at the end of the conference the whole ballroom was packed as if it was a keynote speech and people were staying they were hugging they wanted to talk People wanted to get together, and it yeah. was such a gorgeous thing to see. They were soaking it up. And yeah, you're right, because I remember you and I have sat in the back, and there's been times that, God bless Karen Bennett, she's had to call like six different names, you know, because <laughs> somebody isn't there. That didn't right. happen at all this time. Well, and usually you and I have a, a table to ourselves where we can just yeah. sit and, you know, make jokes and be sarcastic, uh, you know, do our normal Kevin Teresa stuff that can't be broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> and. We didn't have a table this time. We had to actually sit on chairs off to the side. Yeah, we were like scooching in next to booths just to find a place. You know, it was crazy talk. I'm telling you. But you know what? I I will take that any day of the week. It was just a full, full crowd. And you're on your way to Serona World, which is also going to be a huge crowd, it seems like. It is. And I'm very anxious to see, you know, in Orlando, there was the choice of being masked or not. Mm-hmm. In Vegas, that's not a choice from what I understand. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. One of the wonderful things about not having the mask on and, and you know, public health issues aside, just take that out of the conversation for yeah. a second. The fact that you could see people's expressions when they saw you for the first time and they exactly. were like, you know, ah, and the mouth is open and they're wide eyed and just so happy to see you. I don't know if it would have been such a beautiful thing with a mask on. It will be interesting. There's going to be a lot of great entertainment uh, at Serona World and concerts and comedians and everything else. And, yeah, supposedly, unless you are actively eating or drinking, the mask will be on. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes in Las Vegas. But before before we leave Adom too quickly, 
Yes. Let's give you some kudos. Could we do oh. that? Because you <laughs> you got a pretty cool award and a well-deserved award. I thank say. you. Thank you. Thank you. I was just going to go right by that. I know you were. Nope. I'm still very kind of shocked by it. So I did receive Adam's Lifetime Achievement Award. So well thank deserved. you, Kevin, yes. for bringing that up. I think what was really the most wonderful part of it was it's a meeting where so many of my friends are there. So it really was like getting an award with a whole thousands of my friends. Right. And of course my fruit of my loins, <laughs> Noah was there, my wonderful child. He was actually there working for Adam and working hard. Absolutely. So he got to witness me getting an award, which for any parent, who has a child that wonders what the heck they do or is like, oh, mom, you know, you work too much. And, oh, what is this dental stuff you're always talking about? For him to see me getting an award was actually pretty cool. And it resonated. It started some talks with us about, you know, working hard and, and setting goals and, and all of that. So it was really nice. But really, I just want him to know that mom is awesome. <laughs> and I will tell you, you know, obviously, I've been fortunate enough to see Noah grow up. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just been a very cool thing. And Noah and I had some very, we've had some deep conversations in Orlando. I will tell you, your son has embraced the fact that you're pretty cool. So uh, just just know that. <laughs> he may not admit it every time, but he has. So there you go. So we've come a long way from when he's gone. I'm not going to like your Instagram post, mom. It's so bizarre. <laughs> I'm like, if you don't like my post, then you don't get allowance. This is where we are. Now look at you. <laughs> <laughs> There was nobody better at the ADOM conference for moving chairs off the stage than your son. Don't let anybody tell you different. I'm just you know what? You. He's cut out for that kind he of is. stuff. He is. Boom. Just clockwork. It was I great. I mean, right? So the precision and all wow. that. So there, we've done a good thing by acknowledging him. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, let's talk about what happens back in dentistry, though. Let's go back to your story. You have a, oh, this, when you said six degrees of Kevin Bacon, first of all, I thought bacon. <laughs> And then I thought, yes, that's a fun game. Let's do it. And the bacon in Orlando is fantastic, too. Just one more aside there. Good stuff. Kudos to the Sapphire Falls Resort there. So I found this story, and I thought it was very interesting. And it got me thinking, as you said, about the whole game of the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. There is a new uh, NBC news broadcast that is starting up on Peacock. It's called Top Story with Tom and I'm, I'm probably going to butcher his last name because I'm not very fluent in the Hispanic, but it is, uh, it looks like Lamas, but it probably is Yamas. No, no, no. For the purposes of this broadcast, we are going with Lama. And my daughter would be very proud that we were. So we're going to go with Tom Lamas, even if those, that's not it. But Lamas is the way to go. This is a story from LA Times. And I know uh, that uh, Teresa will link to this in the show notes. Of course. But here's what it says. The Cuban immigrant father of the network's newest anchor, Lamas, had a dental practice in the city where he treated the children of Jorge Ramos, the renowned TV journalist at the Spanish-language network Univision. Lamas told Ramos that his then 15-year-old son had an interest in journalism and asked him about getting a tour of the network's newsroom. It happened, and that's how the 15-year-old kid got into news and then became this anchor. That's fantastic. You know, and just that little act of kindness turned into a career, and now uh, he's getting ready to debut. And I, I just thought that was a really cool thing. But it got me thinking about all the conversations that have ever happened in a dental practice mm -hmm. that have turned into something that somebody suddenly has an act of charity done for them, or somebody gets a tour of a newsroom. 
you know, just little things that we don't realize, the conversations that happen that people actually take action on. And it makes such a difference in their lives. There's a lot of patients who, once they find out you're interested in their field, they are like very happy to say, hey, come visit me anytime. And, oh, your son is interested in this. Oh, just let me know. And I think that really speaks to the giving nature of people. They just want to help yeah. out. I am not above using that kind of nepotism for our children. So that's awesome. Absolutely for Dr. not. Lamas to talk to Ramas. <laughs> I feel like a Dr. Seuss rhyme here. <laughs> I just thought it was so cool. And and you're right. I mean, I, I know that there have been so many people, you know, my daughter's going into physical therapy. She's finishing up her schooling. And I've had so many people say, well, gosh, if she needs some help or she needs an internship or, and, and it's amazing how people have reached out. And I always think about, I always go back to Mr. Destiny and the little points of light that you know, we go different directions with just one act of kindness. And I thought that was pretty cool. So Mr. Ramos being part of Univision, I uh -huh. don't even know if I'm saying that right. It It's the biggest TV network in, is it Mexico or is it all of South America? I think it's the biggest Spanish speaking network that there is out there. I mean, yeah. all, all over. You imagine that guy coming in the office, not worried about insurance at all, just spending money, just getting whatever he needs done. Are you worried about presenting him a treatment plan? I don't think so. No. I'm like, dude, you need you need this done. Okay. All right. Full mouth reconstruction. Here we go, baby. Absolutely. I'm just telling you. would be like, I trust you, Dr. Lamas. That's, exactly. You know. See? Let me take this to the six degrees of bacon, though, because, and for those of you who don't know, I will link what the six degrees of Kevin Bacon game is, because <laughs> here we are again, like thinking everybody knows what it is. There is a game where for any Hollywood actor or even politician, real anyone, I think it's anyone, right? Yeah. If you can get back to Kevin Bacon within six contacts mm. of people, like, for example, I actually have a connection to Trump, believe it or not. Okay. I have one degree of separation. Okay. Because I know somebody who works directly See? for Trump. So that's my one degree, right? And alternatively, now I also have one degree of separation to Biden. So I'm so connected. Not really. <laughs> You're such a Beltway gal. I'm just telling oh, you, it's amazing. <laughs> um, who's a celebrity that you have a connection to? Oh, my gosh. John Anderson, who used to be on SportsCenter. How about that? Okay, so that's a big name. He and I used to play softball against each other in Tulsa. There you go. That's one degree. Oh, direct connection. So you would be then connected to Mike Tyson. That's true. See, look at that. Because John Anderson and Mike Tyson did a sports center commercial. There you go. I like that. You are like partying with <laughs> the stars, right? So that's how the six degrees of Kevin Bacon works. Okay. So when you have patients in the chair, especially like if you're in a place like California, you know, where there's like Hollywood actors everywhere, everywhere. right? Everybody wants to be an actor. So maybe somebody has worked or acted with Kevin Bacon. See? If you think about it, Kevin Bacon's not who you want to be connected to. I would like to have six degrees of Chris Hemsworth. That's my new goal is I got to find out how I know Chris Hemsworth. Has Trump met Chris Hemsworth or Biden met Chris Hemsworth? Because that does make me connected. But maybe Trump or Biden has met Scarlett Johansson, who has worked with Chris Hemsworth. You're still within your six degrees, you know, if you want to go that deep. Kevin, that means that you are connected to Scarlett Johansson. Which I love that thought. Through me. So look at that. I love this thought already. <laughs> <laughs> we are both connected to people who have no idea we exist. This is awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Scarlett listens to the podcast all the time. Come on. She's a big fan. 
Scarlett, Chris, if you're listening, leave us a rating for crying out loud. We need some extra ratings on this show. We appreciate the listen, but it's the ratings. Now. Exactly. <laughs> so we probably are connected to some pretty powerful people. And in the dental office, that's also, you are probably treating somebody that has those connections. But can we bring it practically around? Like, Can we do like a, an actual practical tip here for people? I like a practical tip. Do it. It's always good to expand your network of people. And, you know, using LinkedIn is one way to do it. But everybody in the office, at some point, it's nice to have a professional connection to these people. As a manager, there were times when I did connect on LinkedIn, even after, you know, because I still have one foot in, one foot out. I still will connect to patients I know who have really good jobs because that's a connection. So I'm not saying go out there and pimp out your whole patient database. That's not what I'm saying. But if you have somebody in your office that you really connect with and you really like, go connect with them. Not on Facebook or Instagram. That's just a hot mess. But there's no reason why professionally you shouldn't be able to connect with them on LinkedIn. That may come in handy down the road. The whole corporate world, the whole job market is all about who you know, Kevin. Agreed. No, absolutely. And, you know, we always talk about the value of the referral network and everything else. So certainly, yeah, make sure that you're connecting professionally, but certainly if there are, there are patients that are offering to, to help a child, to help you, whatever it might be, you know, and, and it's something that you're interested in, absolutely pursue that. You should. I think if you want to get on TV, you should connect with Mr. Ramos. I mean, obviously that worked out. I'm just telling you, Miami or LA, if you're not, in, or Vegas. So you go to mm -hmm. one of those three cities and you just walk around and ask for dentists who know people. And there you go. And we probably know dentists who know people, you know, if you really think about we it. We have lots of celebrity dentists. I was going to say, we probably have connections just if we wanted to play the game that way, actually. Yeah, we should map this out. Oh, I know Putin then. Oh. Through Biden and Trump. I am ready for world domination. When are we going to play Six Degrees of Vladimir Putin? Now there's a game. <laughs> I'm just telling you. <laughs> All roads end at the gulag. <laughs> I don't have a good Putin. <laughs> See, we just lost our Russian listeners. See, every episode. <laughs> <laughs> every episode, we alienate one piece of the population. Oh, my gosh. Our whole uh, Leningrad, our St. Petersburg people just fell off right there. Well, Leningrad. now you really insulted them. It's not Leningrad I anymore. <laughs> Is it bad? I was reading World War II. That's what popped into my head. They probably still think we don't have toilet paper. <laughs> that was a terrible Russian accent. That was horrible. <laughs> I don't often give you a thumbs down, but you, you just so got bad. <laughs> My accents are all skewed because I watch this show called What We Do in the Shadows. Do you watch that show? <laughs> I love that show. Oh my gosh, the accents. I watch it. We watch it just for the accents. Guillermo. So all my accents are skewed because <laughs> I talk like a Romanian vampire at all times. <laughs> Their accents are so over the top. That's one of the things I love about them. <laughs> we will definitely link that in the show notes because if you're not watching that show, oh my goodness, start with season one and just get addicted. It is fantastic. Oh, all right. So anyway, <laughs> it's not a show unless I bring us down, down, down. Are you ready for my story? We were having fun. And then here's Teresa's part. <sighs> Speaking anyway. of soul sucking and blood sucking, wow. let's talk about OSHA. Wow. <laughs> Just alienated OSHA, didn't we? Yep, there we go. Click. So there is a congressional committee, Kevin, at the time of this recording that has approved maximum penalties of $700,000 per item for violations of OSHA standards. Oof. That is a five-fold increase 
of maximum willful, repeated, and failure to abate violations. Because previously it was 136,532, which is a manageable penalty. Here's the thing. What if you have somebody who hasn't been trained in OSHA? What if you have an employee who's constantly reporting you or oh, past employee? And our friends, Tia Hunter and Linda Harvey, Duane Tinker, all these people that we know that do OSHA, all these people that train on OSHA will tell you that a lot of times these penalties, they are repeated because people aren't getting trained at the offices. When they go back in to inspect, there's another violation. So $700,000 per item. And I was reading this on a law blog and I will uh, link it. One of the comments here struck me, a single violation under the proposed penalty structure could effectively put a company out of business. Wow. What do you think of that? I think it's something that you've got to take seriously. I mean, if you didn't take it seriously before, first of all, tisk tisk and you know, shake my finger at you. But second of all, I think that this has got to be that moment where you go, okay, we've got to be locked down. We've got to know what we're doing and we're doing it right too. Well, OSHA may be busy because what happened back in 2010, I'm not going to go into the details, but they did a similar thing aimed at mine safety for coal workers and that sort of thing. So I'm not going to go into the details of that. But what happened when they passed that increase in penalties because they wanted to make sure people were compliant, it sparked an increased workload of 60% for administrative law judges because the number of disputes came up and then also the number of administrative hearings. So this is going to really impact the legal system and OSHA themselves. They're going to need more people to work on that. And then OSHA now is also in charge of writing the vaccine mandate rules. So they're going to have that to investigate. They're going to have this to investigate. I mean, I'm thinking OSHA is going to be on a hiring spree. And I'm thinking that dentistry is getting ready to get another black eye. And so, you know, if you're a dental practice, you better be ready for some of these stories to be out and people going, oh, does that really happen? Mm -hmm. And I think it's important those of you who are doing the right thing get ahead of the curve. And I don't know how many times we've talked about that you should be promoting you're doing things properly when it comes to infection control in the wake of COVID. And now in the wake of this, you need to be reminding your patients their safety is your top priority, period. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It is crazy, though, how quickly these have escalated. So back in 2016, the penalty was uh, $70,000. Wow. Now, $700,000. That's a jump right there. And, and they keep putting in quotations, serious, willful, repeated, failure to abate, you know, cease and desist type things. Honestly, like, I don't know if there's OSHA insurance. Does practice insurance cover OSHA violations? I don't know if they do. I don't know that it does either. Can you imagine the premium on that? Like $1 million. We should check with our friends at MedPro about that. I'd be very curious, but I don't think it does. Can I assign that to you? You can. I love assigning. Yes. Maybe <laughs> we'll be back on our next episode with part two of what we found out. Hot duh. <laughs> <laughs> our people are going to be... They're going to be tuning in. They're going to set reminders up. Oh, my gosh, they're going to do another episode on OSHA. We've got to know. I mean, Scarlett Johansson's going to be like, I cannot do this scene. Hold on. I've got to <laughs> listen to this episode and see what's going on with OSHA. <laughs> <laughs> we really have, like, delusions of grandeur, don't we? <laughs> okay, so, people, have fun with the six degrees of dentistry and then... Go sit in a corner with a glass of wine and wine yourself over penalties of $700,000. That's, wow, 
wow, I really am a, a party pooper, Kevin. Holy <laughs> yeah. cow. In person, you're a party girl. I'm just going to tell you. And then we get on the podcast. They're like, who is this? I don't even know you. It's my Lifetime Achievement in Depressing People <laughs> Award. That's what that is. <laughs> you think you love dentistry? Fooled you. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to do an update on the whole Medicare thing, but you know what? That's been moving so fast, so I'm not going to do one. But I just want people to know they need to keep an eye out for what goes on legislatively because that is going to affect us. And I'm talking about the dental and Medicare. We talked about that on a previous episode. I think one depressing story is enough for today. Are you sure? Gee. (laughs) (laughs) Sadly, reality is often depressing, but it's also something that we've got to know that this is out there. You've got to be prepared. and, And if you've got time to turn things around if needed, do it. Now's the time. Well, let's think about this. Who is the person you want to be connected to the most besides Scarlett Johansson? Let's see if we can get there. Are there others out there? Let me think. Hmm. Wow. I didn't know you were such a Scarlet fan. I'm a Scarlet fan. Oh, I had no idea. Gal Gadot. Oh, she's gorgeous. I'm just throwing that out there too. That's Wonder Woman with the bracelets that deflect bullets. Like that was sexy to me. I know other things were sexy to you, but that was sexy to me. Is it sad? I'm just going all super heroines right now. I mean, that's I'm just kind of going down that road. I think Dana needs a cape. I mean, does she have a cape hanging in for like special nights? Like By the time we get back from Vegas, it's possible. We'll see. I'm sure there's a costume shop. I'm sure there is. <laughs> so I will say just, just one thing and quick side here. So Dentsplice Sorona World, the final night is 24 karat gold. Whoa. I'm not a guy who does costumes or anything. I just don't. That's not me. Okay. But I've actually ordered a gold top coat like tuxedo thing with the tails and everything What? so if nothing else i'm gonna find a piano somewhere in vegas just so i can flip up the tails and sit at it because i've always wanted to do that like bugs buddy you know <laughs> i'm just gonna tell you most people would say elton john but you're thinking bugs bunny that's awesome <laughs> the formative years of my life you know absolutely <laughs> So do you just wear that at the party? Yeah. Or is that all over the place? No, I'm thinking I'm not thinking I'll wear Dana now, but maybe I will. Who knows? <laughs> I would pay good money to see you flip up your coattails all over Vegas. Like just you have know, Dana take a picture of everywhere you go. If you sit down at the booth, you flip up the coattails. Actually, if you're getting ready to speak, you flip up the coattails. That could be a, that's the whole Instagram thing right there for sure. I'm telling you, whenever I sit down at In and Out, I'm gonna flip up the coattails. That's a great idea. That's hilarious. I like where you go with this. Your hashtag would be flipping tails. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be looking, Kevin. (laughs) If you're searching that, you may be surprised what you come up with, so be afraid. I am always surprised (laughs) what I end up on on Instagram. I still remember being a baby speaker and having to do courses on implants because, you know, that's where I got my start and looking up implants and images. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. I became an expert on things that I will never speak on. I, I just <laughs> Dana asked me if there was a course on implants in Vegas. And I said, oh, I'm sure there is. And, she, <laughs> and it just went right over her head. I was like, come on. This is gold here, honey. That's hilarious. She's probably like, oh, all right, let me look them up. She's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, she's so innocent. That's what it is. Yeah. You're like, you got butt implants, penile implants, <laughs> booby implants. Vegas. Which ones do you want? Chin implants. <laughs> what do you want? Which implant? <laughs> dealer's choice exactly 
Spin the wheel, baby. Here we go. Well, on that note, Kayvon. (laughs) We just lost the folks in Vegas. So Vegas and Leningrad, we've lost today. So there you go. There's a moose and squirrel comment in there. But that's for only the older people who remember Rocky and Bullwinkle. So Guillermo could do that, though. He would do that in good imitation. Listen, you guys have to watch what we do in the shadows. It is Norman and I, that is our favorite show, hands down. We love it so much. All right, Kevin. If you've stuck with us throughout this episode, God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I can say. God bless you for that. You know that one, that one sweet lady who came up this day and said, I listened to your podcast. And I was just like, God bless you. That's just wonderful. <laughs> Actually, we we had quite a few people come up and tell us we listen. So we did. We appreciate that. Yes, very much. Thank you for that because some of these episodes are clunkers, like this one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kevin. We will see everybody on the next episode. Any last bites, Kevin? I don't know how I could top what we've done today. It's just (laughs) it's just Chef's kiss. Just ah, beautiful. So, (laughs) all right, people. We hope we gave you plenty to chew on but in case we didn't listen to one of our past episodes where we a little bit more serious so tons in the history banks all right everyone thank you so much for listening and that's a wrap for this episode of chew on this we hope you laughed and learned a little check out the show notes for any links we mentioned and don't forget to give us a rating on your podcast app Feel free to drop us a comment on social media or by email if you have any suggestions for future topics. We'll be back in about two weeks. See you then.